grow up if I could just be average. Boy, that's going to be great. <laughs> I hope you don't think that way in this wonderful uh, country we live, the United States of America, where all things are possible, provided you have an open mind and are willing to think in those terms. So, that said, if you use your day job to accomplish that objective, to fully fund your retirement account, then I'm telling you that that's still not enough. I'm telling you, you need to do more. And so often when you do money management, people immediately come to the conclusion, if they actually drill down on the numbers, that the the first conclusion they come to is, oh my gosh, I just need to make more money. (laughs) And the answer is yes. Now, for some people, that means that they're going to progress in their careers, or that means they're going to expand their businesses. For other people, that means they're going to have to do something in addition to their job or in addition to their business. And therein lies the topic today, multiple income streams. So we're going to be talking about how to do that. Now, again, I said for most people, that that idea doesn't even pop into their minds. And part of that is because they don't hang around with people who think this way. And the vast majority of the people in, in any, anywhere are going to be employees because there's always going to be much fewer business owners. You know, the people who have the audacity to do something on their own with no guarantees. And most people, that scares the crap out of them. The idea that, you know, your spouse would come home and say, I quit my job. I'm going to start a new job, a new business. And by the way, there's no salary. Um, it's sink or swim. We eat what I kill. <laughs> Meaning that if I sell something, we make money. And if I sell nothing, we make no money. For most people, the idea of doing that is insanity. Why is that? Why can some people do that and other people not? Well, mostly because they have enough money saved that they can support themselves while they're building that business. And the number one reason for business failure is, of course, undercapitalization because the folks who get into businesses or even sales jobs like real estate, mortgage, insurance, financial planning, what have you, they don't have enough money to survive the up and down of the cyclical nature of just about any business, meaning that almost every business, at least certainly in the beginning, will have portions of the year that will be really good times, the hot, you know, fast moving times, and then they will have down times. And so you have to be able to support yourself and your family and pay your bills in the good times and the bad times, which means in the good times, you can't spend all the money. You need to retain those earnings to subsidize in the months that are poor so you can continue to pay your bills. And as simple as that concept is, believe me, it's not easy to execute in real life. And when you are in an expansion phase of a business and you're hiring new people for the new uh, product services and revenue that you're anticipating, remember, now you're adding new people who want consistent income in their lives, and you've got to pay them, those new employees, that consistent income when your revenue stream in your business is high in the good months and when your revenue stream is low in the slow months of the year, and there lies undercapitalization. You can't afford to do that. So those are just obvious things that you have to be aware of. So in all instances, you've always got to be able to manage your money and spend less than you earn to give yourself a little breathing room to be able to accomplish these things. But if the way you measure yourself is in your lifestyle, if your primary goal, the way that you project to the world, hey, how you doing financially, 
if the way you do that is with the house you live in to prove to people, you know, all those people who said you'd never accomplish anything, you're never going to go anywhere, you're, but you know what, you're going to prove you're, you'll, you'll show them, you're going to prove to them that they were wrong about you by buying a car, by buying a big house, by sending your kids to expensive schools, by taking elaborate vacations, by dining at expensive restaurants, by wearing expensive clothes, by buying a cabin and a boat and a four-wheeler and, and a snowmobile. Listen, folks, I got to tell you, none of those things, none of them are as measured by other investments are good investments. Okay? So, number one thing, know that in all my classes, I tell people that a single-family home is not a good investment. It may be better than renting, but it's not, nowhere near an investment property in terms of its capacity to create wealth, stability, and generate income. So, buying a cabin, taking money and buying a cabin, and, and it's all the money you have. So you're not funding your retirement account, certainly not fully funding it. You don't have another business outside of your job. You're taking every dollar you make, putting it into the big house. You know, hey, man, you got a $2 million house in Edina. You got a lake cabin up at Brainerd, and that's where all your money is going. Let me tell you, that is a horrible financial plan, just so you know. Oh, yeah, and you're driving a BMW, or your kids go to private school, and you take a trip to Europe, and that's how you project your financial success in the world. Well, let me tell you, you sit down with somebody like me, I say, whoa, these are huge, colossal mistakes if you want to create stability and, moreover, wealth. But, you know, if you're of the opinion, hey, you could die tomorrow, so let's live for today, and I have this insatiable need to prove to people how well I'm doing, well, then that's the path you're going to take. And, and look, you're going to have a lot of companies, so you get to hold hands with a lot of other, sadly, misguided other people just like you. <laughs> Does that tick you off? Man, I hope so. Are you listening? All right. So you've got to spend less than you earn. You've got to manage your money, and you have to give yourself enough breathing room that you can consider doing other things. So the first income stream that we're going to talk about, number one income stream, is the most consistent employment that you have. This is, what, this is your foundation, and it's what we're going to call your day job. You know, this is the this is the job that will cover your living expenses and possibly your lifestyle. This is your job, as I love to call it, my day job. It will fund your retirement account, hopefully, maybe not necessarily all of the retirement uh, funding that you'll do, but it will cover, you will have money coming out of your check, you'll, you'll be paying your, uh, you know, you'll be funding a retirement account, and it creates stability in your life. So that's your day job. Now, for most people, <laughs> that's where it ends, right there. There is no more. They they have a job. They try to fund their retirement account. You know what? They match the three percent that they get that with their employer, and maybe that's the extent, or they're at five percent, or whatever. Or even if they're maxing it out, look, funding a four hundred one k is generally not going to create wealth in your life. I got bad news for you. It's going to create stability, and so nothing wrong with stability because it beats the heck out of not having stability. But your retirement account is not something that's going to create real wealth. It's just going to offer you stability. So at some point in your life, you can actually quit working and it will replace your income. And that's, that's stability. All right. So that's, that's income stream number one. 
Uh, it may also, by the way, it should include the funding of a retirement account. So the first income, your day job, your primary business, we'll call it, is going to cover all of those things. It's going to cover an emergency fund. It's going to cover your lifestyle. And it's hopefully going to fund at least a, a, a significant component of your retirement account. Now, if it can't, there's variations on these themes. But nevertheless, that's your goal with your primary job. All right. Your second income stream uh what what you can I, I guess I guess it should enhance the knowledge level of your first job. So when you think about a second income stream, income stream, we want to think about something that can enhance the first income stream. Just by virtue of the fact that you're doing it, uh, you're getting paid to learn. Uh, this knowledge should enable you to charge more for your primary job or business or elevate your status and skills so that you have the capacity to earn even more in your first income stream, that being your primary job. But it will generate income. <laughs> so I'm not just talking about reading a bunch of books and going to a bunch of trade shows. I'm saying that simultaneously, while you're doing this, you've figured out a model to get paid to learn more, which will enhance your primary job to earn more in the primary job and create a second income stream. Very important. Uh, now, does it have to be? Does it have to be a, a, a side business that that enhances your first uh, your first job or first position or first profession? Not necessarily, but it could certainly be a hobby. Could be, you know, something that you really enjoy. Could be gardening, you know. You love gardening. So you're going to put on classes in your backyard and have people come to your backyard, pay you while you're going to teach them how to do gardening. Now, doesn't that presuppose that you actually know how to do it? (laughs) Which means what? Means you better learn real fast. If you're going to be the expert at the front of the room, or in this case, the back of your yard, (laughs) and you're going to charge people as the so-called expert, it means you better get in gear because the last thing you want to do is have a group of people attending something that they're paying you 25, 50 bucks, a hundred bucks to attend, and you've got 50 people in your backyard. And nine out of ten of them know more about it than you. So you doggone well better learn very quickly. And this is something that I believe to be an absolute wealth concept. You put yourself in uncomfortable positions and force yourself to learn at an accelerated pace. When you meet people who seemingly know so many things about so many areas and are so learned, how did they get that way? More likely than not, They are people who have put themselves in positions where they are forced to learn because they know they have to become an expert very, very quickly. And getting to expert status is no small thing. So having a business that enhances what you do as your day job or even a hobby obviously means that you are going to be on a path of learning and you must become an utter student of that industry. Now, that income stream will not be used to enhance your lifestyle. Sorry, guys, he who dies with the most toys wins is a, is a stupid concept, okay? <laughs> uh, have you turned the channel yet? Uh, so know that 
if you spend all the money, because now you got this little side gig that makes you, you know, 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks a month, that doesn't mean that that allows you to go and buy yourself a new boat. Unless the business happens to be a guide and now you can use the boat right off all the expenses as a business and now make money with that. Then that's different. Open up your mind. That will work. But it's not to enhance your lifestyle directly unless it's something that that takes that money and makes more money with it. So your second income stream is something that is either going to enhance the current business you're in or it's going to be an, a hobby that you're going to turn into an income stream. Let's take a break and we'll be back talking about how you create multiple income streams to create stability and later wealth in your life. We'll be right back. Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Home Rental Systems has been helping homeowners in the Twin Cities metro area realize their property investment's full potential. At Home Rental Systems, we will take away all the hassles from renting your home. We have a proven home rental system for renting and managing single-family homes, townhomes, and condominiums, and will attain the highest monthly rent possible. Go to HomeRentalSystems.com or call now, 612-701-4375. Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-4626 for a free consultation. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY or go online to SMA2DAY.com. If you or anyone you know are in a financially challenged situation, listen. My name is Todd Rooker. For over 20 years, I've been helping people strategically plan for and deal with a financial crisis. My typical client may have previously had a substantial net worth and are now in fear of losing their personal home. My clients will often say, in the past, I was financially successful. However, at this point, I'm exhausting all of my financial resources trying to make my payments on time. I feel as though I'm simply delaying the inevitable by throwing good money after bad. So my questions are, Todd, do I just let the bank liquidate my business? Do I need to consider things like foreclosure, short sale, Dean and Lou, loan modification, credit counseling, or even bankruptcy? And then most importantly, how do I minimize the damage and rebuild my life when this disaster is over? This is my world, and I teach classes on those very topics. So if you or anyone you know is in this situation, or you want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763 559 
If you are a current business owner or thinking about starting a business, what business structure is best for you? Sole proprietorship, corporation, or LLC? Most people pay a couple hundred dollars to the Secretary of State to start a business and off they go, as opposed to doing it right and contracting an attorney to help them. Why is this? Pretty simple. Funds are low and attorneys are expensive. Problem is, if you are structured improperly or do not manage the agenda and record the changes correctly, you could have destroyed nearly all legal protections your business would have otherwise been afforded. Don't just mindlessly start a business and put you and your family in legal jeopardy. If you have an existing business or would like to start your business right in the first place, an attorney from the law firm of Daniels and Keyboard will meet with you to determine the best business structure for your business, handle the filings, and will meet with you ongoing once a month for a year. After basic startup and filing fees, the cost to you is as little as $176 a month. Pretty awesome deal. Go to CYA21.com to get the details. That's CYA21.com. CYA21.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Good sin! Welcome back, folks. All right. Rock and roll ain't noise pollution time. No, man. <laughs> Love it. When I go home today, I'm going to be listening to this. This is awesome. Love ACDC. Greatest rock and roll band of all time. Hey, so, second income stream. So, as an example, let me give you an example of this in my own life, which I can only speak to, all right? So, yesterday, I taught a class. Now, you all know that my first and primary business is financial business consulting uh, and coaching. That's what I do. That's, that's what I do. And that primary job uh, can, we'll just say, generates a multiple six-figure income stream. So, that's my day job that I live on, okay? Now, I teach classes. Well, what's that about? Well, the classes that I teach, when I teach classes, I get paid a little over $1,000 a day, four hours or eight hours regardless, 1000 bucks for that time spent. Now, here's the irony. <laughs> I'm standing in front of usually 60 to 100 people in a class for four to eight hours uh, demonstrating my level of knowledge, which in essence is marketing myself and my skills while simultaneously being paid to do so. And it creates a conduit for business for the first job, the day job. And because I'm at the front of the room and because I create a large enough conduit of people who will constantly be calling me to hire me, it means that I'm able to increase my pricing so that I can make even more in the day job. All of these things are the things I talked about just, just 
prior to the break about how it enhances the current job and allows you to make more money, elevate your status, increase your, your trajectory in your, in your climb, in your corporate ladder, because you now become the expert. You write a book. You make money on writing the book. You do a, a, a video or audio series. You make money on that. You teach classes. You make money on that. And all of that is another new and unique income stream separate completely from the first one, which enhances the first one. Can you imagine? I'm getting paid $1,000 for four hours to create business for my other business. To, I mean, how many of you who are paying for marketing as a business owner would like to be paid $1,000 to do marketing for yourself? <laughs> That's my second income stream. So I just uh, attended a wonderful class on social marketing. Uh, This gal, we'll call her Megan, is a wonderful young lady who is a marketing consultant. She charged $250 for each person who came to her course. Now, of course, her primary business is marketing consultant. So she makes great money doing that, great hourly, uh, hourly in the hundreds of dollars. And now she has, I don't, I think there was 15, 20 people attending this and it was enormously valuable. I, I paid the money. I was happy to be there. I learned a ton. So she offered great information, but each participant paid 250 bucks to be there, 15 to 20 of them. How would you like to make that much money for a four, for four hours in an afternoon? And by the way, it enhances the existing business. And it's a separate business unto itself. That's a second multiple income stream. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I got another client, uh, a gentleman who owns a a business, a great business. Well, he created uh, a business system that enabled him to increase revenues. And moreover, within the revenue that he creates, that means the money coming in the front door, he's found a way to be enormously efficient within that business and to derive or drive a higher profit margin than most everyone else who's in the exact same industry, meaning he knows how to make more money on the money he earns than everybody else. Now, if you're in that business, wouldn't you love to know how to do that? Well, guess what? In the creation of that system to make his business more successful. He created another product that could be sold to others who are in the same industry as he's in, not in his backyard, but in other states, so that he doesn't create his own competition next door, but he does do it in other states. So rather than having to franchise or expand his business into the other states, he's making money on all of the other businesses that are already in existence in these other states. And ironically, at this point, that product that he sells, that was a side business that simply had to be created to make his first business more successful, is now making him more money than the first business that he's actually in. <laughs> that is multiple income streams. That's and see when you're a business person. Remember, I made this contrast about my brother-in-law. God love him. I love the, I love the guy enormously. But the thing is, they don't think that way. They don't understand that way of thinking. Now, here's the irony that I made the point as well. This guy could quit his first business, sell his first business, and jump right into the educational and selling of the software and the product and the system that he created, and that would be his full-time job, and make a seven-figure annual income doing it and not miss a beat. 
Isn't that something? And not only that, the education that he's gleaned most likely could be applied to other businesses. And now we can create another income stream by creating a system for other unique and different businesses. This is the way the mind of an entrepreneur works. And when you think this way and someone says to you, well, what would I consult on? What else would I do? Somebody like me, I look at him and say, huh? What do you mean? Don't you just, doesn't your brain just automatically think this way? So this is an example, graphic illustrations of what I'm talking about. So now that's your second income stream. Third income stream. Well, you will use the income stream from the first day job. That is to fund investment assets, paper assets, stocks, bonds, and retirement. Uh, Remember that inevitably you're taking money from the first job putting it into a separate investment. Remember something, you measure your financial success on assets, not on lifestyle. If I say, how are you doing financially? Don't tell me about the trip you take, which is which is a dead investment, never gonna make you any more money in the future. Yeah, I know you're all about experiences and I know you. it creates memories and I wanna, whatever. Look, you can still do those things. But you have to think if you, everybody needs to become somewhat of a financial person, even if you are all about lifestyle and experiences, you still have to vet decisions from a financial lens. And then you can also do it from a, from a lifestyle lens. But at least you must have each to vet that decision making process. And that's a part of financial coaching. It's one of the things I teach people. But whether you're a financial person or not, even if you detest money and finance, you still need to become a financial person. You have to think this way. So my first job is gonna fund my retirement account. Well, what's my retirement account? My retirement account is the purchase of investment assets, paper assets, that will inevitably be used to create an income stream. So the first income stream begets the, the next income stream. It pays for it, it creates the assets, which inevitably will create income. Wow, so I have owned assets that will create income. That's correct. So that's the third income stream, and those are those are the paper assets that you will own and you will purchase through the spend less than you earn from the first day job and take that money and put it into this, which will create an income stream unto itself, uniquely and unto itself. The fourth income stream. The fourth income stream comes from the additional job that you do. So we talked about, you know, I talked about the consulting work and I talked about the guy who created a business system. So here's the thing with those, with those dollars. Now, look, I'm not going to argue that at some point when the dollars become significant enough, you get to spend them and you get to enhance your lifestyle because you have way more than you need. But you don't start out that way. It's like when you buy an investment property. If you're cash flowing 300 bucks a month, you don't go buy a boat with the 300 bucks. That should be so obvious. That would be like putting your money into stocks and bonds or buying, you know, pay, you know, taking your retirement account and whatever money your, 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 your investments earned this year, you're going to take and use to live on to take a vacation. Okay. Well, guess what? There'll never be any compound growth. That wonderful magic of compounding that will never happen for you because you're robbing it of the money that is used to compound and create that growth. Well, it's the same way with your additional income stream. You gotta, you gotta let that money compound and grow and build so that it can be used to fund the next thing. This is what we call leverage. Having money work for you rather than you work for money. Having that money make you even more money and create even more leverage in your life and moreover begin to 
enhance the velocity, which is the movement and speed of money. I'm making more money than I need to make, and I'm investing into something else that takes that amount of money that I have above what I need to earn, which is growing every month because I'm putting more and more away. And now, in addition to that, that money is making money, or that business is making money. It's obvious. So, you know, you buy an investment property. Look, man, you're not touching any of the money for at least 10 years because that money is going to grow to buy more. And if you don't do that, if all you want to do is live for today and your notion is I'm going to buy an investment property, somebody's going to pay it off and, and, and it's going to buy me a boat or an ATV, whatever, you know, at some point you can do that. But now you are stifling the growth, the cash flow, the number one reason businesses fail. What did I tell you? Undercapitalization, because people spend the freaking money. You can't do that. It money. It takes money to make money. Now, I know everybody says, no, it doesn't. And they want they say that because they want to appeal to everyone because they don't want to shut you down because most people out there listening to them don't have any money. But I'm going to tell you this simple fact. It's easier to make money when you have money to begin with. And the only way you do that is by spending less than you earn and taking that money and having that money makes you even more money. That's the <laughs> it should be so obvious. But, you know, so <clears throat> the the second job, when I make that second income stream, that's the thing that's going to create wealth in my life. The first job funds the investment accounts that create stability in my life. The second thing that I do on the side that enhances my job or allows me to enjoy the benefits of something I already enjoy. And by the way, it is worth saying that that second income stream may also be used to decrease your expenses on something that you would pay for out of your first job. You know, if I love to go, if I like to do something, uh, I don't know, play golf, fish, whatever, I don't know. If I like to do that, then that if I don't have a way for that to make me money, then my first job is going to have to pay for it with after-tax dollars. Imagine if I can take that hobby and I can turn it into an income stream. All right. But remember, it isn't the primary goal to enjoy what you're doing so much as it is to actually make money with the income stream, not break even. Don't get me wrong. Beats the heck out of paying for it. Breaking even, that is. But I want to make money. I want to make money. So I take the second income stream from that additional side business. And now I use that to fund the purchase of other assets. As an example, real estate. So now I've got another job where the money coming from that additional job that is actually enhancing the first job, very possibly, is now going to fund another income stream. And that income stream is going to create another unique unto itself additional stream of income. Uh, you know, this is entrepreneurship 101. Sadly, they don't teach this in schools because they're, they're teaching everybody just to become a cog in the wheel so they can go to work for a major corporation. Nothing wrong with that, but you gotta do more. You gotta do more. Hey, Joe, it looks like we've got somebody calling in. Is that right? Yeah, let me take a look, see who it is here. <laughs> All right. And, uh, and, and so that next income stream becomes a way uh, to fund your new other business. So, you know, I'll give you an example here. Or maybe, maybe I should wait till the, till the next break. But, you know, look, my primary business is financial coaching. 
I do teaching and seminars. Another separate business makes me more money. I do this radio show. This radio show is a separate business that easily could make more money than most people make in their full-time jobs and actually does. Uh, I have paper investing that generates income and, and, and continues to grow assets. And then I have real estate. All of these things work back from the primary one, and every one of them are businesses that I could do away with two out of the five, and I could jump on any one of them and make a significant income. That's the reality. Now, when you have that, now you really have security and stability. And so that's what we're talking about. Uh, somebody's calling in here, Joe, so I'm going to take this call. This is D. Hello, D. How are you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? Very good. What can I do for you, D? Yes, I had the opportunity to attend your class yesterday and got me thinking about debt consolidation companies. I just was interested in hearing what your thoughts are. Okay, so debt consolidation companies, are you thinking about picking one or are you thinking about starting one? Um, actually, I'm thinking about credit card consolidation companies. All right. All right, so... Oh, this is a big one. Uh, so credit card consolidation companies, uh, you know, here's what I, what I would say to you is this. The, the industry itself has an exceedingly high failure rate. Um, the, the, one of the greatest concerns that you have is that the payment plan that they put you into is one that you can actually sustainably make over the period of time that you're to be in it, which is typically going to be three to five years. Now, it may or may not be that. Uh, but it, it typically is. And so w what they're going to do is basically call up the credit card companies who will be dictating to them, not the other way around. And the credit card companies will tell them the minimum payments that they will accept. Now, when you're put into credit counseling, it can have an exceedingly negative impact on your credit. So uh, do not believe that this is going to save your credit. It will. It, it has the possibility, the propensity, not always, but often to beat up your credit every bit as much as a bankruptcy filing in terms of qualifying for financing going forward. Nevertheless, they'll set you up on a payment plan, and if you are able to sustain that payment plan over a period of time, then you pay everybody back, and your, your credit will be beaten up, but at least you were able to forego bankruptcy or some of the other major issues. So I would say that the most important thing you need to know is the things that we talked about yesterday in the class, which is knowing how much you can legitimately afford to make as a payment before you even talk to these people. And then when they put you into a payment plan, you know if you can say yes to that or no to that in a sustainable way. Because remember, if it's going to be three years, that's a long time to make all those payments and not miss a beat because there will be things that are going to go wrong in your life that are going to require an amount of money just to survive. And so you, you should be conscious of having a semblance of an emergency fund so if something goes wrong after you've entered into that program, you won't fall flat on your face and wind up missing a payment and thereby wind up in the 90% statistical failure rate that industry holds. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Very good. Very good. All right. So we're going to take another break here, and we will be back talking about multiple income streams and how you can create stability and wealth in your life. We will be right back. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds, and he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. 
Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. If you are a current business owner or thinking about starting a business, what business structure is best for you? Sole proprietorship, corporation, or LLC? Most people pay a couple hundred dollars to the Secretary of State to start a business and off they go, as opposed to doing it right and contracting an attorney to help them. Why is this? Pretty simple. Funds are low and attorneys are expensive. Problem is, if you're structured improperly or do not manage the agenda and record the changes correctly, you could have destroyed nearly all legal protections your business would have otherwise been afforded. Don't just mindlessly start a business and put you and your family in legal jeopardy. If you have an existing business or would like to start your business right in the first place, an attorney from the law firm of Daniels and Keyboard will meet with you to determine the best business structure for your business, handle the filings, and will meet with you ongoing once a month for a year. After basic startup and filing fees, the cost to you is as little as $176 a month. Pretty awesome deal. Go to CYA21.com to get the details. That's cya 21 if you're in a financially challenged situation or want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. My name is Todd Rooker. When you want information on today's most pressing economic and financial pressures, who do you talk to? There are attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, mortgage brokers, and real estate agents. Everyone has a different opinion, and these professionals do not always work well together. It's not enough to find an expert in one area. You need a comprehensive approach that addresses all of your concerns and enables you to create an overall plan. I have over 20 years' experience in this highly specialized field, and it is my job to work with all of the professionals previously mentioned and know much of what they know, allowing me to provide you with a cohesive and unbiased strategy that addresses everything related to your situation. I will help you to strategically plan for a financial crisis, minimize the damage, recover quickly, and most importantly, help ensure that you're never here again. You have a lot more options than you think, but don't waste time. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. That number again, 763-559-3800. Oh, I'm hearing the smooth jazz again, and that means it's time to call in. 651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, and the hosts will answer your call live on the air. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY. Or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker.
Are you getting anything out of this? Is your brain going on overdrive? Are you thinking? Are you are you becoming creative? Hopefully, I'm opening opening you up to a whole slew of ideas that you might not have thought of before. But see, here's the thing, guys. This is available to everyone. Everyone. I had another guy who worked for a software company, you know, and you know, one of his frustrations, uh, he worked at a help help desk, and he <clears throat> he he was all day every day working with people who didn't know how to use the software that his company created. So he went to his company and said, hey, look, I want to create classes on my own and do and teach people how to use our software so that we have better reviews. And they said, yeah, sure, great, you know. Um, and what happened? He got people to pay him to come to the classes to learn how to use the software that they had purchased from his company. It created an additional income stream. It got him promoted. And now he owns his own software company and does the same thing for the software company that he now owns and has another income stream with the multiple classes and does consulting for other companies who also are selling and marketing software. (laughs) Hey, this works. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it, it almost doesn't matter what business you're in. Now, does it presuppose that you're willing to work more than 40 hours a week and you're willing to do more than the job that you that you currently have? Yeah, it does. It does. And, you know, if you say, well, you know, I, I don't live to work. I work to live. You got to love what you're doing, you know, and I'm going to tell you right now, when you make good money, you do love what you're doing. And when you do these types of jobs, just know that there's an incredible leverage in this. I mean, for a lot of people making 20, 30, 50 bucks an hour, that's a lot of money. But I'm going to tell you right now, when you're in the consulting business, if you're charging less than $100 an hour for your time, you need to have your head examined. You're not doing something right here. And the reality is when you become proficient and when you become the expert at the front of the room, you're not charging $100 an hour. You're charging hundreds of dollars per hour or maybe even thousands of dollars per hour. And if you say, how would I ever get anybody to pay me that kind of money? Haven't I explained it? You know, I mean, when I'm doing classes and and look, I'll tell you something else, folks. I'm going to be doing a podcast. And the podcast is going to enhance the classes, which is going to enhance the radio show, which is going to enhance my primary business. (laughs) Uh, I can do classes on real estate. I love real estate. I consult with people all day, every day about real estate. Well, I can can create a whole other business, do real estate syndications, have classes, have seminars, have paid courses to teach people what I know about real estate, something that I would have done whether I whether I would have done the consulting or not. And now I found a way to take something that I'm already making money at and make even more money doing something I'm already doing. This is the point about multiple income streams, and no one income stream 
it has to has to stay intact for the rest of my life. I don't have to worry about my company going away or my industry changing because there'll always be a, a way to just jump from this to the next thing and whammo. And the amount of income that you can make. You know, we're not talking about a job that only has the ability to make you 500 bucks a month. We're talking about things that could make you way more than your day job. But remember, you don't quit your day job. Your day job keeps food on the table, keeps clothes on your back, pays for the cost of your life, and the second uh, income stream, additional job, is what creates even more stability in your life, minimize taxes so you get to keep even, even more of your money, very well may enhance the, the the life that you have. Remember, you know, my sponsors pay one to $3,000 per month to be on this radio show. When you hear those commercials running, people are paying one to $3,000 per month to have their commercials running on my show. Look, if I want something and the person says, well, I don't know if I do marketing, I said, tell you what, I'll run a few commercials for you if you come and do this stuff for my, on my house or you, or, or, or you, or you do this or do that. Do you think I can barter with people? In that way? Sure. So that's another way to enhance my lifestyle and minimize my costs. Taxes. Obviously, you can minimize taxes if you're going to create something that's a hobby into a business. Now you have a legitimate business purpose for something you would have done anyway, and you get to use pre-tax dollars to do it. Um, the, these are all, when you're a business person, that's obvious. I know for most people it's not. And as a result, that allows me to have a business to teach other people to do it. This young lady who called in who was so good to, to, to come to the class yesterday, look, whether she's interested in the, in, the, in the business of consolidating debt for herself, her family, her clients, or whatever, the education that she can glean to do the research to help other people or to do it for herself literally lends itself to, hey, maybe you might want to do this as a business. And I almost don't care if you succeed in the business because the reality is the education you glean is enormously valuable. Remember something, folks. The failures teach you more than the successes. That doesn't mean you go out and want to fail at something. Obviously, you desperately don't want to fail. But it is the grind and the education that one gleans that becomes the most valuable component of it all. It's what has allowed me to learn the things that I learned, to do the things that I do, and to be passionate about them. So... Everybody out there listening, you all have this opportunity. Uh, Jason, as we talked about at the top of the show, had a, a woman, I believe her name was Diane, talking about her son. Now, I don't care if her son's an attorney making a million dollars a year. His first property that he buys should be considered his first investment property. And in addition to his day job, which makes him tons of money, he's now got another income stream on top of his retirement account. And away you go. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, by the time you're done with a working career, as Mike Overson said, you got four or five properties that tenants have paid you for. And by the time you retire, those properties that maybe were a couple hundred thousand dollars each, five of them, that's a million bucks, they're now worth two and a half million dollars on top of your retirement account and it basically cost you nothing more than the down payment you would have put on each one of the properties anyway wow and all you have to do is make a decision and believe that you can do it that's all you have to do and obviously you surround yourself with other people who think this way if everybody you talk to says oh that's ridiculous you can't do it if if if, if it was that easy everybody be doing it <laughs> Let me just tell you what. 
I hope everybody keeps thinking that way because it makes it so much easier for those of us who don't think that way. So I don't know which bucket you want to be in. I guess it's your decision, you know. But uh, the world is your oyster. And this incredible country we live in, which gives us all the opportunity to do this, if you open up your mind, open up your eyes, and mostly open up your heart to the possibilities, then it is endless. And remember that when you do these things, it gives you the opportunity to help other people to do the same thing. And there's nothing more gratifying than being able to have the financial stability and leverage to have an impact in other people's lives and teach them how to do what you do. What a blessing that is. What a blessing that is. And I, I, I love the, the folks who, who go and do the things that they do. They, 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 they give of their time. And of course, that's a resource. But when you can not only give of your time, but you also have the leverage to give of your financial resources, now you're really able to make an impact. And everybody listening to this, if that's the motivating factor that you want to change the world, well, then let that be your shining star that that allows you to do all these things. And whatever turns you on, whatever motivates you, great. But I'm telling you that one of the most important things that I remember my son who came to work for us saying is that, He was, as we met with clients ongoing over the course of of a a couple of years, and he's worked for me much longer than that now, but in the first couple of years, the first thing that he was surprised by was the number of people who had good jobs, good paying, good incomes, and yet the ones who were most successful all had a side consulting business, all owned real estate or, or, or ownership in other companies as limited partners or what have you. All of them had more than one income stream. And he said, you know, wow, that was a revelation for him. And, of course, to me, that was so obvious. I didn't even tell him that because, you know, I'm just so accustomed to, I assume everybody thinks that way. Well, <laughs> apparently not. So this is, a, this is, your, this is your, your calling card here, folks. This is your, your dinner bell. Do it. Start thinking, opening up your mind to creative thinking. Do something that turns you on, something that jazzes you, you know, uh, whether it is necessarily enhancing of your current job. Maybe you hate your current job and you want to do something different. Well, don't quit your day job to start the new business. Keep your day job, and it makes it easier when you're making more money in the thing that you love. Hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. 
plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.